to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. We're going to talk about a very important topic today that we've discussed before, but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper. And um, it's a subject that is probably the biggest impediment to personal and spiritual growth that we could talk about. And that's the subject of of forgiveness. Um, It's very important because so many people are affected by it. Um, Some that know they struggle with it and some... Um, they're in denial. And so uh, just want to let everybody know right now that um, this topic is shared with love. Um, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. Um, I simply want to discuss a topic that uh, virtually every human being on the planet or who has ever walked this planet has dealt with. And I think it's safe to assume that everybody's been affected Uh, at some point, by something someone else did. Uh, Perhaps the most painful um, and harmful event is when we've been betrayed or hurt by someone that we care about or love, right? The people that we should be able to trust the most are friends and family. And so when we're hurt by someone very deeply um, that we should be able to trust, right, Um, I think that probably leaves the biggest wound. Um, Many of us have been um, hurt uh, by family, some uh, more than others. Uh, Some have been hurt very, very deeply, um, have been affected by uh, some form of physical, mental, or sexual abuse. Um, Some have been uh, uh, betrayed uh, in friendships, uh, betrayed in business matters. Um, some have been um, subject of gossip, um, uh, have been talked to uh, in a very harmful manner. Um, and the list can go on and on of things that um, we may have suffered as individuals. And um, those things hurt us very deeply. And so um, what we're going to talk about today are really trying to get to the root of those issues and understand that while... Um, those events really did happen, and they, they were very, very harmful, and you may have at one point been justified in your hurt. Um, the importance of being able to move beyond that, uh, because what happens sometimes without our knowledge, or most of the time without our knowledge, is we attach ourselves to that event, right? And there may be multiple events that have occurred in your life that um, maybe you're attached to. And when I use the word attachments, I mean that we are essentially, in this case, shackled, right, to um, something that that happened in the past. And uh, unfortunately, uh, those things continue to manifest themselves in very, very harmful ways. Um, And and human emotion, right, that's attached to our our human ego, um, those emotions can be uh, bitterness, right? anger, uh, lack of trust, um, depression, anxiety, and and on and on. 
And so knowing that um, these emotions are created by essentially how we, we view these past events, then we can kind of dig deeper into these events and essentially release the attachment. But in order to do that, right, we have to take some personal accountability for ourselves. Um, and, the, and that's where forgiveness comes in. Uh, forgiveness does not condone a past behavior of anyone. As a matter of fact, uh, I want to go a little bit further and say that uh, what happened to you while it was real uh, doesn't have anything to do with where you're at today. So something happened in your life um, that caused a very deep pain, right? And it's an event that you've relived more than likely over and over again. And you continue to feel the emotion today just as you did when it occurred in the past. And in some cases, it may have been a recent wound or uh, a day ago, a week ago, uh, a year ago. Uh, but unfortunately, in many cases, it goes back uh, perhaps years. Um, in my case, it had gone back 40 plus years uh, to when I was um, betrayed um, and hurt and molested by a family member. And what I learned through that process is that we tend to identify ourselves by that particular event. And not only do we tend to identify ourselves, but we are so tied to that event that we essentially want other people to identify us by that event. And I'll give you an example. Uh, I was molested as a child uh, by my father. And um, as a result, I felt betrayed. It caused deeper uh, issues than that, um, self-esteem issues. It caused um, a lot of pain, a lot of trust issues, and um, I could go on and on. Um, but I justified my feelings well into adulthood by the events that had occurred in my childhood. Um, I worked on trying to forgive and uh, move beyond this, but uh, what I found myself doing was justifying uh, my attitude, uh, maybe justifying my bitterness and my anger associated with this event. Um, and, it, you know, while I justified my own actions, uh, it only kind of fed fuel to the fire, uh, so to speak. And um, it caused a lot of pain. Um, it caused a lot of humiliation within myself. And so those, uh, those thoughts and feelings, though, produced an action, right? It wasn't just that I was reliving those problems. It wasn't just that I was hurt and that I had an emotion, but it was manifesting itself into some uh, untoward actions, right? I was not always a very kind person. Um, I was not always very trusting. And um, if I had difficulty in relationships or in communicating with other people or trusting, I simply blamed it on an uh, event that happened um, in my childhood. And so in that process, I realized at some point in my life when I 
when I wanted to um, change my life and escape these feelings that I had, that I had to really look myself in the mirror and realize that if I wanted to escape these problems, I had to take responsibility for myself. Um, when, when I thought about these events and I tried to justify my behavior, it had nothing to do with those events. It had everything to do with how I responded to those events, right? Um, just as whenever someone says something to you offensive or you respond in any way to someone, it's not about them and what they said, right? It's about you. It's about how you respond, how you choose to be offended or um, to strike back, if you will, or to seek retribution or to justify your behavior. It's 100% about you. And so that's the challenge of looking in the mirror first to be able to let go of something that happened is we have to take responsibility for ourselves and our own actions. And that's hard for some people to do, right? Um, first of all, because I believe we lose our um, excuse, right? Because uh, if we take responsibility for ourselves and our actions, um, we can no longer be the victim, right? And uh, that's hard for a lot of people, particularly when you define yourself as the victim of something that occurred. For others, um, forgiveness is conditional, right? So uh, what I mean by that is a lot of people just want to be justified. They want someone to acknowledge that something happened. And I hear this a lot. I'm like, um, people tell me all the time, I, I could just forgive my cousin, my brother, my mom, my, my dad, my coworker, if only, right, they would admit what they did. If only they would apologize, right? If And so what they do is, whatever the condition is, they put conditions on their forgiveness, but it's kind of like uh, for those of us that are chasing something in life, thinking we're trying, we're trying to fill a void, right? But um, we keep striving for more. So if only, if only I would have that car or that job, or if only I could have, you know, a certain amount of money or uh, some material item, then I would be complete, right? And and we never really are, right? It's always on to something else, and that's the same thing with. A conditional forgiveness, right? Um, we want to say, you know, I could forgive if uh, X happened, um, but X happens and we want something else, right? Because we, we lose that particular attachment, right? But we're moving on to something else. In other words, if uh, Cousin Joe did um, come to us and apologize, then, you know, then it, it goes deeper. We, we want more. Then I, I need to know why that happened. Why did you do that to me? And some people may never be able to answer that, right? Because we're all human beings. Um, some people uh, uh, offended you or, or, or did something against you uh, because their own human nature. Uh, oftentimes they did not intend to harm anybody. It is their own brokenness that created that scenario. And so that's one of the ways that I help to, to learn and forgive other people uh, and change my perspective on something that happened, no matter how harmful, is to realize that uh, it's part of our brokenness as human beings, right? Um, that 
again, doesn't justify people doing harmful things at all. Um, but it's an understanding that things happen in life, that people do things um, because of their human nature. And so uh, knowing that, that um, I don't need any more justification for it. Um, all I need to know is that I have the power to choose to let go and no longer identify myself with something someone else did, right? I can take responsibility for myself and my own thoughts, feelings, and actions. And oftentimes that's all we can control in life, right? Is our own thoughts that create an emotion that triggers a reaction. And for me, I chose um, love uh, and gratitude and positivity, right? I chose to um, leave negative emotions and negative vibes behind me. Um, not that I'm never hurt, right? I'm a human being, but I will no longer be controlled by those emotions. And um, I wanna just share a little tip um, with people with regard to working through, right, negativity, unforgiveness, uh, anger, hurt, or any number of negative emotions. And I call it the constant gardener, all right? And in order to go uh, <laughs> into that, I want to share a little bit. Uh, I'm old enough that when I grew up in South Texas, uh, the southern border, um, I literally picked cotton with the migrant farm workers. I, I worked in the fields sometimes, I made a little extra money uh, working in the fields. I also made a little money uh, going around in the, the rural uh, community where I lived and uh, pulled weeds from people's garden and made uh, a little bit of extra money. And uh, I pulled enough weeds that I swore I'd never pull a weed again. But uh, but I did one day, moved into the, the house where I live now, and we had an ample room for a beautiful garden. And so, uh, man, I tilled, I tilled the garden and uh, made beautiful rows and uh, decided what uh, we were gonna plant, right? And so I planted the seeds and, uh, and stood back, watered the seeds and stood back and, and just kind of reflected on the beauty and, and envisioned the beautiful crop that I would have one day. And so the days passed and uh, the, uh, the seeds started to sprout, right? And I was so excited. Uh, I'd put some water on there and I'd go uh, pull weeds as they started to sprout. And, uh, you know, I worked, so I, I would get busy and I'd come back in a couple days, right? Because I didn't have the time to tend the, the garden every day. Um, and I'd come back and I'd water the garden and I'd, I'd pull the weeds and um, I'd get busy for a couple days and come back and <laughs> the weeds just started coming in quicker than I could keep up with them, right? So my seeds were sprouting, my plants were starting to grow. They were, they were beautiful, uh, but it seems like the weeds were growing faster and they were multiplying uh, faster than my, my plants were growing. So eventually, I, you know, I have a bad back uh, and I couldn't pull the weeds out. Uh, so I just... Uh, went and got a hoe, and so I just started hoeing the weeds down, just chopping them and hoeing them and killing them, and, and it was working pretty good. I'd come back in a few days, and uh, man, the weeds were just multiplying, right? My plants were growing, so I'd water it, and I'd chop some more weeds, 
Well, to be honest with you, I I uh, I was so busy. It, it was sometimes several days before I'd come back. And finally, the weeds were growing so fast um, that um, I finally took my weed eater, right? I have a gas weed eater, and I would just, like, mow these weeds down to the dirt, trying my best not to harm my plants, just trying to get through a harvest. Uh, I could, you know, the plants were looking great. They were very healthy and beautiful. I just wanted to get that harvest, and I determined I was done. <laughs> there was no way that I could keep up with these weeds. Um, but in that process, just like a lot of uh, opportunities for growth in life, I learned um, that tending a garden is a lot like tending the mind. And that um, when we get a negative thought, we have to identify it just as we do when we see a weed pop up in our garden. Um, and it's important to pull those out in real time, right? And keep up with it and tend the garden. If you... If you tend the garden, right, you take care of your plants and uh, you manage it correctly, you, you can grow a very beautiful and healthy garden. Um, but you can't have a healthy garden if you allow uh, the weeds to uh, choke out your garden. So um, you have to identify the weed immediately and you have to pull it. And you can't just pull one out of every 10 weeds, right? You, just like you can't cull just one out of 10 negative thoughts and expect that you're going to retrain uh, the way you think, to retrain the, the brain, your thought process, your emotions, and your actions. And so uh, in order to do this, we have to learn to be present in the moment. You have to learn to be consciously aware of your own thoughts, feelings, and actions at all times. And so in the process of changing how we look at things, in the process of learning to forgive other people, we have to identify that we've been programmed a certain way for our entire life. And um, it's going to take a lot of work to unprogram or reprogram the way you think, feel, and act. And so the important aspect of doing so is to remain aware of our thoughts in real time. And when a negative thought or a, a, to reflect on something that happened in your past that creates an emotion, reject it and pull it out and say, you know what? No, I will no longer be controlled and identified by that event anymore. I choose to forgive, to forgive unconditionally. Because I haven't placed a condition on it. Uh, the only condition I have is that I allow myself to move on that I will not be held captive by, by my own thoughts. You see, when you realize that you are your own worst enemy, right, and that you and you alone have the power to release yourself from these emotions, to retrain how you think and feel, then you can take action. And grind it out. I have faith in you. Um, I know that you can get through this. We'll talk about this in greater detail. But I will implore you that you will not be able to have any meaningful growth. Personally or spiritually. Until you can release this attachment. Thank you and I love you. 
loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.